it's the Rumi Podcast. Woo! Woo! Uh, so, you know, you're here. It's blended. Same old, same old. Um, I am joined by my roommate, Alex Ostrega. Everyone give it up for him. He's okay. here. He came a long way, right around the corner. Um, no, but yeah, uh, this guy, this guy's a legend. Yeah, I've known him for the past four years. I met him when I went to school out here, and uh, you know, the rest is history. Um, Alex, how was your day today? My day was uh, pretty chill, <laughs> man. Pretty chill. Yeah, it's just like this is gonna be an interesting format. Just like literally talking right <laughs> <next to you. laughs> instead of having on like a video. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, it is really weird. I. Uh, Usually, you know, I'm tuning in to somebody who's somewhere else. So to to be just in the same room is like I don't know. It's it's like a weird a weird uh weird intimate intimacy <laughs> that weird. that yeah that I haven't had before on the podcast, which is good. Yeah, which yeah, is good because yeah. it's the first time for everything. That's true. That's um, true. but you came to me and you said, "Let's talk careers." Careers. And it's actually funny you say that because I was thinking a lot um, about one my own stuff, but um, I was actually kind of just thinking about your journey as well. And I remember—I don't know if you remember this—and I, I don't—I I feel like it's not too bad to bring up, but um, I remember there was a time uh, back when you were living on campus, and you were stressed the fuck out completely stressed and i could have sworn i remember you like kind of close to crying because because no. <laughs> because apple was too much yeah. and yeah. and school was too much and it was just way it was just like all happening at the same time i mean how do you see yourself like from then to now because i feel like you've been on a crazy journey with like your path yeah it's uh, uh it's funny you bring that up that's actually like the get real deep but like I, I did, I did end up, yeah. Like I did end up like breaking down at one point, um, and that was because I was working at the Apple Store. I was doing at least like I think it was twenty five was the minimum amount of hours that you had to work at the Apple okay. Store at that point. Yeah, it was twenty, like twenty five. And then, but on top of that, I was just working extra hours anyway. Um, and then I had school, and then I was also pledging, like mm. in, into the fraternity. So. I don't know if anyone else knows how pledging is like, but like it, it, it's totally school dependent, but like at least with my program and what I was doing, um, it was a lot of late nights up until like 2 a.m. just doing like, you know, random stuff. But um, that along with working along with like school, um, I was getting like average like four hours of sleep. Wow. So I remember I was doing that for like two weeks straight. And then I just reached like a, like literally a breaking point. Like, I remember, like, specifically, like, what happened. It was, like, one of our first, like, meetings in my fraternity, like, latest pledge meetings or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I fucked up and I, like, I didn't wear the right attire. Like, they they want you to wear, like, a suit or whatever when you go to this thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, I just came back from work. I was, like, starving. I went to go get a sandwich. And I was, like, late because the sandwich lady was, like, really slow in making my sandwich. So I was slow to the, I was late to the meeting. I came there with, like, literally a t-shirt. Or actually, it was a button-up T-shirt, uh, khakis, and then regular shoes. And like everyone was in a suit. I showed up to the meeting. Everyone looked at me like, "Oh, this guy's an idiot." Like, yeah. And it was just like it was against their like rules or whatever they made up. That's uh, what happens when you get four hours of sleep. Yeah, man. It was that was rough. And and yeah, I was just like I was chastised a lot that day. 
And yeah, I reached the boiling point where I just, I just broke down. And I was like, I can't do this shit anymore. But yeah. that was like the exact moment where I was like, I have to choose between like college and the things that I wanted to do, which is like join a fraternity and like experience those last two years mm-hmm. uh, really well or continue working and make money. And I was like, fuck it. I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna continue on the career path right now. I'm gonna focus on it. Yeah. So. Which is good. Cause I feel like, um, I mean, the whole point of college is so that you can start your career path once you're out of college. And I feel like, um, I mean, everyone learns their own way, you know, and people all obviously have their own paths, uh, in when you are in college and, and figuring it out. Cause no one really knows, um, really until you're either out or, um, I mean, some people luckily are able to figure it out while they're in college, but I feel like everyone has to go on their own journey before they're like, you know what, I'm settled in this, or this is what I want to do, yada, yada, yada. Um, so it's good that you like, at least knew that for yourself, you know, because if not, you could have crashed and burned later on and that could have been very bad. And, you know, it, it would have been a completely different, um, route for you, but, uh, what, what's your journey currently? Like, where are you, where do you see your kind of path right now? Well, I, I don't know if, I don't think I want to continue working like in advertising. Mm-hmm. I like I like the company I work for. Like I, I can say, I just like I work at Google, and right now I'm an associate account manager. That's all that means is like for the viewers. I uh, uh, I work with like advertising um, accounts and like huge clients. Like my clients are part of the large customer sales division. So like right now, some of my clients are like Groupon or OfferUp or Rover, um, and they have huge Google Apps accounts. I basically just help manage those accounts. Um, I like the company. Great benefits, like I get everything that I want there, but like I'm not, I don't necessarily believe in like paid advertising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like again, I don't really click on those ads that you see on YouTube. Like I always click the skip button. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't, I don't really necessarily One of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily like believe in all that, all that jazz. Yeah, that much. But um, but I believe in Google and I believe in their products. Like I, I completely believe in like. YouTube and Google Maps and the products that they post these advertising advertisements on, I completely believe in and I trust them and and I, I think they're like the future of you know of of what they want to do, which is basically like expand free knowledge for all. Right. Um, and like that's their main thing with Google search is like the expansion of knowledge, and then Google Maps is just what works on top of that. But anyway, they have a whole bunch of different tools. I mean, that's, that's the, that's why people invest in Wikipedia because, you know, the knowledge for all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, taking the knowledge that you've learned from this job and like previous jobs and stuff, like what's, what's the thing that interests you the most in terms of like where you want to see yourself, whether it's like, do you see yourself still working for a company or is it you creating your company? Cause I know that you've talked a lot about doing your own thing. So do you want to like talk about that? Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's like the main thing that I've been focusing on, at least like outside of my time at work, has been on my own like entrepreneurial ideas and stuff. So yeah, I, I already told you about it, but like I'm I'm working on like a website right now. I already bought a domain for it, but it's basically like a um, a subscription service where like people can buy kits. And then they can use the product within that kit, which is minoxidil. So, okay. So I 
I already told you, but like yes. tell the viewers and everything. It's it's basically like Rogaine. Yeah. Instead of using it on your head, you use it on your face to help you grow a beard. Yeah. Alex has that. been uh, very experimental with <laughs> this process. Yeah. yeah, I've been doing it myself. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm actually eight and a half months in now. Oh, wow, it's been a long time. It's been a long yeah. time. I, re- I remember when you just started. When I just started, it was November of last year. November wow. 26th. I, have, I literally have the receipts and I have pictures every month <laughs> of the progress I've made. It's not going to show up in the camera. <laughs> yeah. But trust me when I say this, I've got hair growing up. You, you have to believe the guy. He's been on his own spiritual and physical journey of... of facial hair yeah it's, it's been pretty interesting just to witness i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah it's uh um, I'm, I'm i'm really proud of it because it's yeah. like it's it's uh, i've i put a lot of discipline into this mm-hmm. kind of like done it every single day yeah because it's not just like willy-nilly you're gonna try it one day and forget about it and do it and yeah. yeah no no it's it's like i mean it's a very simple process and just to explain it real quick it's like um in the morning it's a foam so you just like apply like a little capsule amount or whatever, and then just rub it on your face wherever you want to grow the hair. You do it once in the morning, once at night. It takes like 30 seconds each time. But it's a very long process to actually like grow the hair and keep it. Um, and uh, and that process can take anywhere from like a year to a year and a half to even two years if you want like a full beard. For it to like, just like be be a full on... Um... Just like a like a man of the woods type of beard, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a like a yeah, uh, um, like a lumberjack, yeah, beard, yeah, yeah. Full thing. Have to have it connect everywhere, yeah. that's and so that's what you're working on to, hopefully in the future at some point, like that's that's your company, like you want to do that, you want to be the one who's bossing other people around about you know these kits and sending them out and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I think like the uh, the thinking behind it is like I I want to be able to manage my own manage my own schedule build my own business and then like ultimately i think it's all framed around like helping others in a way that like i've been able to help myself mm-hmm. you know what i mean like doing this is not just because of like i mean it's obviously the aesthetics of it like it looks nice i think like a beard looks great um but like it ultimately i think it will give me like more confidence mm-hmm. in myself and if i can do that for others if i can help people other people like me who can't necessarily grow a beard or they think that like, you know, masculine, masculinization mm-hmm. by like growing a beard will help them with their confidence. Then I'd love to help them. Do yeah. That too. Well, it's, it's actually, um, it's interesting that you brought that up because I mean, you think about it now, at least, uh, I read, I read it somewhere, um, some article, uh, but that a lot of people right now. So there's two. There's two groups. There's uh, the new kids. There's the millennials and the Gen Zers who care more about not so much of what the values of a company are, but more so about what a company um, does to uh, keep its values like intact. So they don't care so much about the values. They care more about what the company is doing in the real world. So that's our age group. Um, whereas uh, all of the older generation is the one who cares more about like the values of a company. Mm-hmm. So you take both of those, especially our, our age group, and you look at how companies are impacting the way we shop, the way we dine, the way we, you know, all, like every single part of our life, there's, there's some form of brand slapped something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's it's crazy because I mean like like you're saying like you want to make sure that people have some sort of confidence or some sort of trust within like what they're going to be buying at the end of the day because they want to make sure that you know you're solid like you're not lying to these people you know like you're not going to be like hey there's a here's a kit uh to grow hair on your face and instead it's gonna like make them break out like, you know yeah like obviously they they want to make sure that it's trustworthy yeah so so I'm, I'm a part of like two communities on like facebook and reddit and, and like they one of the main concerns is like safety and like they don't want their they don't want to like age prematurely because there's like some evidence that minoxidil can like reduce the collagen in your skin like collagen growth in your skin mm. which is basically the stuff that keeps your skin yeah. plump right. um but i that's just kind of like a research paper that you know studied the efficacy of minoxidil on skin and blah blah and like it didn't really have much um, i guess background on it so like there, there's concerns definitely. So like, I think one of the hardest things to do, I guess, if I really want to make this company happen and make these products happen is like gaining people's trust. Um, and that doesn't come for free. So I'm not really sure yeah. you know, how to do that or how companies really do that. And I'm hoping like, I don't know, doing some more research, I can figure it out. Yeah. I mean, there's been, I mean, that's the whole point, I guess, of, uh, of like Shark Tank, right? Mm -hmm. Like so many companies that are in and out of that door who get turned down because they, I mean, whether they're just starting off or it's a company that's been around for a while and then they want to, you know, get a, get a shark to invest and then, you know, they get accelerated beyond belief. But um, yeah, it's always that like beginning of like, how am I starting off? What, what type of values am I going to set for my company? What am I going to present to people who are, you know, um, going to see this for the first time and, and figure out, okay, but what are the sales? Is this a company that is doing good? Is this a company that has, and is going to see more growth in the future? Is it, is it just a one-time thing? You know, so it's, it's a back and forth, um, business. I mean, just business in general is just very back and forth. You, you never know what's going on. I mean, even right now, like the fucking, uh, you know, stocks are, everything is insane. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the economy is going pretty haywire right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, like even with, I guess taking it from my own personal um, experiences with it, like I don't really have. So it's interesting, I guess, from my perspective, because doing what you're doing, where you're like starting a whole new business from the ground up, that and then figuring out like the actual logistics behind it and all of the um you know because i mean you're going to present this in a way that that is going to be a legit company like it like you need to have your grounding and, and foundation set whereas the stuff that i do is a little bit more uh it's a little bit more loose in the way it's done because i i'm not i'm not uh growing a company in a sense I'm like, even back when I first started photography and all of the freelance stuff that I do, it, it was never like a, this is going to be something where I'm going to, like, this isn't turning into a production company, you know, um, which is a part of the reason why I ended up just choosing to, you know, name my website after me and to name my stuff after whatever it is that my name 
it's like slapping my own brand on it. It's like my, my name is my brand at this point, which is, I guess, what a lot of content creators do at this point right now, which is also pretty crazy, is once you just figure out that you're, you can be independent and still like run a successful business, at least in the creative industry, it's, uh, it's like, wait, my name is what makes me money. <laughs> so exactly. it's, so it's, it's, it's a uh, pretty wild. Um, but I, I feel like I've, I've done it for a few years now where it, it's, it's a pretty solid thing, at least in my head where I don't have to worry too much about my branding, which is something I've always been proud of myself for is like, you look up our Joseph rod, you know, mm-hmm. um, online, that's all me. Like yeah. the, you know, every single Google search page is, is me. And that's all that's going to pop up, which is really, really cool. Uh, and I've, I've thought it all out. I literally have business cards on my desk that my R. Joseph brought. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's all a process and everything is hit or miss and it all is just, you just never know, you know, especially with, like I said, with business. Yeah. So, so like the, yeah, you brought up like a couple of really good points. Like the, the, one of the most important like things you can build is like a personal brand. And like, I, I listened to a ton of podcasts before, um, especially with like very, wealthy, very successful, like entrepreneurs, and business persons. Um, and a lot, like one of the most successful people that I know that I've really enjoyed listening to, his name is Naval Ravikant. And he's like a, a venture capitalist. So like he invests in like startup companies and things like that. And he, I think he even helped start a couple of like biopharma companies before. Um, but he said that like, um, if you're, if you don't know how to like build an app or you don't know how to code, then one of the most important things you can do is like build your own personal brand. And like that's through like podcasts like you're doing now or like through blogs or whatever, putting out content. But it also attaches like a certain amount of risk to that because it's like with your personal brand, everything is built on your reputation. So like, like one instance, you know, throughout 20 years of building up a reputation can completely ruin it. Um, or, you know, you can, you can make or break yourself basically. Whereas with like a brand, you know, it's pretty easy to just start another company. If, if like one company goes under because the reputation goes under too. Um, so it's almost like you have a tougher job because a lot rides on your reputation. When you attach your name to something, yes, you have that benefit of being like the most unique person because there's no other R Joseph Prod right. out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you also attach that risk of like, okay, well, so now I have to fight fuck up. Then that's attached to you. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so yeah. So like building a personal, personal brand is probably one of the toughest things to do, but it also reaps probably the most benefits as well, because yeah. there's literally no one else that can copy the same thing that you're doing. Well, cause it's, it, I mean, that goes for, you know, like all the online content creators going on right now who are, who have, you know, shot up like crazy through TikTok or through um, IG or, uh it's even the same with like comedians or actors or whatever because it's their business is who they are like they're they're i wouldn't say like selling their body because that's not what they're doing but they're selling who they are as a person as as an actor or as a as someone who can uh use their voice and mind and body to do something with themselves mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty crazy because yeah like you're saying it's um you fuck up and then you know that's people get canceled and then their whole career is over because yeah it's not uh it's not a company of like 50 to 100 employees where one person fucks up and they just get rid of them like it's 
it's a, it's a whole thing, which is actually, yeah, like it's pretty scary. I never actually thought about it in that sense of, yeah, I don't know. I'm not trying to scare you. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I might uh, yeah. just stop doing all this. Yeah. No, um, I, yeah, no, I, I've always thought about it maybe subconsciously too, even that like I, there was always something writing on the stuff that I create or what I'm doing, because I know, I know the, the potential risk that could come of it. And I know that if there's something that I may do online or whatever, I have to be w- like wary of everything because you know, it, it is, it is my social media presence. It is whatever I post on my website. That's going to carry over to other parts of my life because it, yeah, my brand is me and um, it's cool, but it's also, you know, it's a little daunting for people who may not understand it fully, I guess, but I don't know. I, I, I enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I personally would love to build up my own brand. I've always toyed with the fact of like, you know, starting my own, like, TikTok and, and working on like well because you, you you tied it for a bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> blockchain bro. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I, I have my friends that are probably gonna watch this and be like holy shit the <laughs> blockchain guy um, which by the way uh, uh, Olaf uh, yeah one of my friends he uh, uh, he bought me a T-shirt for my birthday that literally said blockchain bro I don't know how we well, found did it did he custom make it or no, no, it was on Amazon what? But, uh, it was somehow on there honestly I'm not surprised <laughs> yeah I, I I should take the back. Because I, I feel like somebody out there was like, yeah, I'm making this shirt. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, anyone anyone listening, please do not look up the blockchain bro. Oh, my gosh. Crazy as hell. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I like the idea of, like, building my own personal brand by, like, attaching my name to what I'm working on, too. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like I said before, like, that's, like, there's no one else that's going to be like you. So, yeah. you know, whatever content you make, that's yours. Um and you know, if if you do well, then you could reap all the benefits of it. Too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've been toying with that fact, like, but like, it, I, I just feel like it, it's almost becoming too saturated. Like, like TikTok and YouTube, like, there's just it so many overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many, like, even podcasts too. It's like there's so many creators now coming up and like trying to make a name for themselves. Yeah. And it's like really daunting to. Yeah. To understand. I, I even myself, I. The the week I announced my podcast, not when it was live, but just the announcement of it, um, that I was creating one, literally in that same week, uh, I think uh, I, had, I had a friend who announced it. I had, I had another close friend from uh, back home who announced another podcast. And it's like everyone's just doing something with po- podcasting as well. So it's like, well, here, like I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm just in, a, in the bucket with a bunch of other people. Um, so how am I going to stand out kind of thing? And, but that's obviously something that just like a question that pops up in your mind with any of those things, even when I'm doing photography, it's like, you know, I have friends who do photography too, but um, like I'm just another name in, in a bucket of photographers, but I stand out for my own reasons. And they, they stand, they stand out for their own reasons. And uh, I, I think when I was, Younger, I mean, even now, it's it, I still am affected by it for sure. But when I was younger, it affected me more. But the idea of being a perfectionist, you know, like wanting to make sure everything I do is perfect, and um, and that has also caused me to miss out on a lot of cool opportunities because of it. Uh, like projects that I wanted to work on that I never started because I always thought, oh, I don't have a team behind me to help me out with it. I don't have the right tools 
or I don't have yada, yada, yada. Um, there's always been excuses or reasons. And I think lately, uh, I've been pretty good at like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to put it up and in time it'll get better, but I'm always going to regret if I don't ever try. Yeah. And you know, it's the same thing when I started doing the music, like same thing, uh, with music, you know, it's, it's, uh, a very scary thing because people are listening to songs that they may or may not like try to interpret you in some way or form. And, uh, that was very scary. And I've always wanted to do that, but you know, I, same thing. I just like said, fuck it. And started putting shit out. And in the beginning, it was very, very bad. Like I, I, I listened to a lot of the stuff that I put out for the first year that I was making stuff. And, um, you know, it's echoey. I was mumbling half the time and it's just, yeah, it's crazy to like, have been doing it now up to this point and it's gotten so much better. Um, same with photography, same with, you know, podcasting. Like I was very nervous in the beginning to even start the podcast because I was like, what if I don't live up to what I think I want for myself? Mm. Or what if I'm not able to, um, hit the, hit the finish line with it or, um, even continue on where it's like a, I stopped midway and then, you know, people are going to be, be dis disappointed. I think that's what it comes down to is like, I, sometimes I don't start things because of the idea that I don't want to disappoint someone of my own creative, my own creativity. Right. And that's, I think the part that holds me back sometimes. So it is, yeah. Like I think being a professionist definitely hinders a lot of oneself. Yeah. Yeah. And it like, kind of reminds me of like, uh, I used to watch this like a Casey Neistat on YouTube. Oh yeah. 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 He's, he's like a, He's a pretty famous walker and um, he was talking about that and he was, he was saying like, um, it, it doesn't matter like what the content is as long as you like make it and put it out there or some, something along those lines. But he, he was basically saying like make content every single day or like continue putting yourself out there and then over time or, you know, there will be a time when it just hits or like other people see it and then you kind of get the recognition you're seeking but there's like so many different like ways to think about that too because it's like what is what is success like what is recognition in your mind you know what i mean like and, and does it matter that people see your stuff or is it just for the sake of like actually doing it that's worth it you know what i mean like do you have an idea in your head of like what success would be with this podcast or with whatever you're doing i don't know i and yeah, I mean, that's the thing, you know, is like, why do you do something at all? Um, it, it can, I mean, if we can get really philosophical with it and like open it up and, um, but yeah, and actually it's the same thing that somebody asked me not too long ago where I felt as a, as a kind of a low point, um, I felt like creative, like my, my, my creative powers were just kind of low. And my creativity was, wasn't, um, around as much. And I wasn't writing a lot. I wasn't doing a lot of photography. I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything really. Um, but I've always seen myself either with a company or in my own company very far in the future where, uh, I'm just doing everything at the same time without any label, if that makes sense. But making, just making stuff and creating stuff that matters or that, that, um, 
does something, but then the other person who I was like trying to to uh, explain all this to, they were like, okay, but what does it actually mean to you? Mm-hmm. Like, what what does all of this mean? Like, why do you need to be at the top? Like, why do you need to make a name for yourself? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I mean, that's uh, that's what I've always seen. I don't know. I and it, it's weird because I don't know how to explain it. Like, mm-hmm. it's this weird feeling of um, like if I if I were to die, what's my legacy? And I think that's that's the question. Like, if I if I die today, if I die tomorrow, what is my legacy? And that's constantly been a question in my head that I oh that's like pushed me because my legacy isn't about you know, millions of people knowing my name, um, which at, at a time maybe it was, but I think it's more so about hitting the right amount of people, maybe not a large market, but just enough people to feel like I've made an impact. Mm-hmm. And I think it's about the, I don't want to have died knowing that I haven't, that I haven't left some sort of impact on somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, all of us want that in some form. You know? We all want to feel like we're making a change or um, doing something good for somebody or for ourselves. And um, yeah, I, I think with the podcast, with photography, with writing, with all of it, it's just about how is this going to make an impact? And I guess that's why I try to do things sometimes that are new or, or a little bit scary or, uh, you know, just, just trying each, like trying any new thing is always going to be like, well, that way. But mm-hmm. I do it because I know that it could add to my legacy. It could add to the impact I bring. Yeah. It's new markets that I'm hitting. It's new people who may not have known my name to begin with, with photography, with writing, with any of it. So yeah. yeah, it's just all, it's all test runs and it's all just, you know, enjoying it as it comes really. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I completely I, I agree with you in, in the sense that like, yeah, like what I at least want to do with like my business idea is create an impact as well. And like really like make other people's lives easier or better. Um, and like, I think that's what everyone's really trying to do really is like, it, it doesn't matter if I guess they're trying to be famous or, or like make a bunch of money or whatever, but they're trying to have impact and they're probably trying to have a legacy as well. Um, at least like the same people, there's probably psychotic people out there who just like, <laughs> just want the, the power and the, the fame and the money just for their own personal, yeah. like vindication. Or something yeah, like yeah. That. But I think most people like, yeah, I agree with you. It's like, they, they want to be able to like, say that, like, if I die tomorrow, people are going to remember me for this good thing, mm-hmm. for what I did, for what I left to the, mm-hmm. with the world. Um, I mean, have you, have you considered that for yourself? Like looking at your own legacy? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I, I, I tend to see a lot of the things that I want to do in my life as a long-term play, mm-hmm. um, which is like, it could be, it, it, it could be always seen as a good thing, but like, I also think there's some negatives to, you know, having like just like a long-term play. Like I, I've just been thinking about like a lot about like financial independence and like investing so that later on in my life, I could like give back. It's all about, it's all about the future. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I also like catch myself sometimes like thinking like, damn, like 
I could just volunteer and like literally help people right now if I wanted to. Why do I have to like bust my ass and, and save up a bunch of money, you know, for some for my personal gain, but then also to think that like, oh, I could give back later on when I'm 45, 50 right. or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, like, no, like you, you can give back right now if you wanted to just like literally go volunteer, find a cause that you like and then do something. So like, that's what I've also been trying to like battle myself over is like, yeah, like I understand like, yeah, I, I want to build my own financial independence. Like I want to work on my own personal growth and then eventually I can give back. But like, I have to remind myself like, no, like I can also do things now mm -hmm. that will impact others. Um, I, I even think like this podcast is like, this is impacting people now. Like people will see this now, you know, and then they will get something from our conversation or from the conversations you've had before. And then their life will be better in a certain aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's like, yeah, this like helps people now too. Well, there's um, always a takeaway. Like, you know, there's always a, whether good or bad, it's still like it. Anything that's good is an impact. Anything that's bad, is still an impact. So someone's going to take away something in some form. And, and, uh, it's either going to make them think, oh, like I could use this or, oh, they're stupid. I'm not going to use this, but that's still an impact that, so that we're making on somebody. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah, I actually, yeah, that's, that's very true. Yeah. Um, and yeah, even with the whole volunteering thing, um, yeah, there's, dude, there's websites for this now. Like you can just go online and just be like, I want to volunteer. And like, yeah. there's websites. And there's people who need help. There's people who need houses built. There's people who um, need help packing boxes of food for homeless people. Like there's there's so much out there that uh, is you know uh, so many different people who need who need help. And all of the volunteers who go for you know two hours of their day to just do some of that. Mm -hmm. I actually uh, not too long ago I actually signed up to one of those websites because. Yeah. Uh, I used to volunteer a lot, actually, oh, yeah. when I was in the Boy Scouts of America. Ah, yeah. yeah, but um, even outside of that, I I uh, I also did uh, like you know graffiti cleaning, and um, oh. I also did like house building, um, and it's cool to like feel that's impact that you can physically feel, and like you see it with your eyes, and you're like, I that was hard work, hard labor that I did. And, and you can feel the, the impact that that's going to bring, mm -hmm. um, like right there, yeah. right. But rather than, you know, um, which also is fine, but like, you know, when people donate to charities and like, you know, you put in five, 10 X amount of dollars into a charity fund and then, you know, that money gets sent out, obviously that's going to a good cause, hopefully. Um, but, uh, that's, that's a little harder to see. Mm. You're putting, you're putting, you're putting a, a a numerical amount into a digital platform that you're not seeing the 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 outcome. Yeah, benefit from. You're yeah. when you're outside sweating, mm -hmm. building this house, you are feeling the impact of every hammer hit, of every um, you know, every dirt bag that you're piling on, and every mulch bag, and all, all that stuff. So, um, that's that's definitely a part of why I even started kind of looking it up again because. I, not that I missed doing that, but I just missed being a part of other people who also wanted to just make a change. Yeah. Um, and I, and I like surrounding myself with those kinds of people. I think it's really cool. Um, everyone has the same, everyone's there for the same goal. 
is to just help others yeah. or helps do something. Um, so it's cool. Uh, they, I think I, I signed up for a couple and fortunately I didn't hear back from any because I think a lot of them probably just maybe don't sign on as much. I actually hear maybe back from like two, but um, one of the ones that actually I was supposed to do, but I ended up actually working the event was the, the book festival. Oh, really? Yeah. So I actually was supposed to volunteer for that. And then um, I ended up working it because I, you know, the bookstore. And stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, you should, should look up like doing stuff like that. Cause yeah. I feel like, I feel like uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff around, especially in LA. LA is huge. Yeah. I, uh, I want to get involved with like beach cleaning. Uh, yeah. For some reason, like I, I always just like really enjoy the idea of, like cleaning up trash at the beach just because it's like I've, I've, I've gone to the beach so much like i told you in high school like i um there was one summer where we did not go to the beach i think like i think seven or ten days out of the entire summer or like three months that that we have the summer break so like i've spent a ton of my time as a kid growing up at the beach and i just feel like giving back would mean like literally going there and picking up trash and and kind of like making the environment more hospitable for yeah. others, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's what I've wanted to do, but I've never like just like <laughs> literally taken the time to figure out two hours. Yeah, two like, hours. to do that, <laughs> like to find an organization. I, I have like a, a buddy of mine from high school, his name is Nico. He uh, look it up, Conscious Coast, um, Conscious at Coast. Conscious Coast uh, on Instagram. Um, but he, he does, he organizes beach cleanup cleanups. That's cool. And I think that's like the coolest thing. I, I one time tried to like sign up for one, but he was off in Hawaii for a month. Mm -hmm. But also, yeah, like just us talking about this, like really makes me now want to like hit him up back again and see if he's in town and then attend one of those beach cleanups. Cause it's like, I would probably get so much, um, good feeling. I don't know what we would call it. Like it's, I, it's, 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 uh, it's like a virtuous you're 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 doing a, a what 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 is it in in ethics or or philosophy like you're you're doing an act for the greater good other than yourself it's the same thing that we do when we hold the open the door it's like I'm holding this door open not because i mean some people do it because they think they should, but it's not that you should it's a, it it should be that um you're holding the door open because um somebody may have a lot of stuff in their hands. It's like, you know what, let me hold the door real quick. Mm -hmm. Let me, let me let them through. Um, if somebody drops stuff next to you, it's like my, you know, your instant reaction shouldn't be, let me, let me help this person out. Cause I, I feel like I should, it's not, it's, it's, it shouldn't be that, yeah. you know, it's not the, I should do this. It's let me do this. Yeah. Um, and once you, once you get that like wired into your brain, all you really want is that goodness for others. And that's, I think like the ultimate happiness of, you know, what we want as like a human species is to just like do good for others, mm -hmm. not for your own benefit, but just yeah. to see the happiness. You know? Yeah. yeah. And it's also like, I guess to get more philosophical about it, but like, <laughs> is it also like selfish to want to do that? To like want to help? No, it makes you feel better too. You know what I mean? No, I mean like, yeah, it, it is. Uh, I think part of it is always going to be, there's always going to be a small part of us that does it selfishly. And I think that's just a human nature trait of ours is to do this sort of good, but to understand that it is making us happier as a person 
because we do good. Um, because you can do good and not feel good about it. You know, like that's just, that's just weird. If you, if you, if you do something good and feel shitty still. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's fine to be a little selfish about it. Um, I think more so in my, in my point was, um, if somebody's doing it for the sole intent of thinking they need to, um, because they think society has like conditioned our way, you know, yeah. where it's in, in the same sense, like I was saying, where, you know, somebody drops something or somebody, somebody feels like they need to do it because society has like slammed that on us mm-hmm. for the, like, you know, for eternity. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you genuinely want to do something for others, but then also a part of yourself, there's no harm in it, you know? Yeah. Cause well, it, cause it, it, it's good both ways. Yeah. It, it helps out the greater good. Yeah. I mean, let's, uh, it was just a thought I had because I was like thinking about it. And I was like, yeah, like it's the act itself is not selfish because you're helping others, but like the the thought behind it is almost selfish because you want to feel good because you're <laughs> it. it was just like, I don't know, it was weird to like go back and forth with that idea. I think that's honestly, I feel like a lot of people potentially, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, I, I don't have research back behind it, but um, this, this is just an assumption. I feel like a lot of people don't volunteer solely because of that reason. Like the, the reason of, of, of internally, they think it's, they feel guilty that if they were to volunteer or help out that they may think that it's, they're only trying to do it because they want to feel better about themselves. Hmm. So then they don't do it because they think it may be a, a fake, um, a fake, act that they're doing yeah yeah i, I mean I, I guess i can think about it in that way too i'm uh, i'm really just assuming that a majority of people like they don't want to make the time to yeah. to volunteer too I'm, I'm just probably like the major thing but i can i can definitely like see it in that way where it's um where i i guess they can like feel like it's selfish in a way or some some uh, some some weird way like that mm-hmm. but most of the time i think it's literally just like uh like do I want to take the two hours of yeah. the weekend or whatever and go help out other people? Yeah. Um, but I, I, I feel like, I guess as a society, we should value that more. Like we should value like volunteering, helping others and like make it public more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I just don't know like how we do that because right now I feel like it's all just, yeah, donate, like give, give us money, like mm-hmm. donate virtually. Like here's a change.org <laughs> petition. Here's a, um, whatchamacallit, here's like go, a GoFundMe, go fund me, you yeah. know what I mean? Send us 15 bucks, send us 20 bucks and then that's your do good for yeah. the day. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, it doesn't have as much, it has impact obviously but it doesn't right. have as much impact as like literally like physically going yeah. and helping that person or organization. Yeah. One of the things I've always wanted to do uh, is um, I've always wanted to go out into some like I don't know, some other country and, uh, be like a plant, like a, what, I, I don't know the actual terminology. A botanist? Yeah. <laughs> and like, and like live on the, live on the gardens and wake up and my job, like I, I get free, I get free room and board kind of thing. Like, you know, I get, I, I, I get fed well and I sleep well and my days are spent out in the sun, you know, and, like dirty clothes, just like planting trees and flowers and like doing the whole thing, you know? Um, and like just be, 
living a very off the grid kind of life. I don't know that it seemed like a very, um, it seems like a very, uh, serene way to like spend, spend your days. I don't know. Nomadic. Yeah. 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 So there I've actually, uh, um, I know a buddy or not, but just a guy I know from high school, (laughs) um, who, uh, he, uh, he moved to Costa Rica like two months ago and he's a part of a volunteer organization and he gets free room and board. Oh, wow. Um, and he's literally recording it on this like little phone or whatever that he bought in Costa Rica and like posting on Instagram and stuff. But he helps like build homes for like the underprivileged or, or kids. I, I'm not really sure exactly what it is, but I just see his videos and stuff. Dang. Um, but yeah, there's entire organizations, man. You can literally go to like Bali or wow. an under, you know, underdeveloped nation and then help yeah um, you know and do it in person and i have friends that have done that too um i have a buddy andy who uh, who would go to he did teach for america mm-hmm. for eight months mm-hmm. he was like he was traveling across the u.s at one point he was administering um covid 19 vaccines like for free oh, wow. um and he would work like 12 hour days and do that so like he said it was like extremely tough but like at the end of the day you just feel like you were he, he's made an impact. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. made an impact. He's him. done something. Yeah, his yeah. his life had more meaning. I'm not saying it didn't have meaning before, just but without him, it would have been more challenging for yeah. whoever was involved. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah, he's you know contributing. We were all contributing in ways. Yeah. It's just like, I guess, like how much value do you put on your contribution yeah. versus oh, yeah. the other? And that and that's a whole ass thing. Um, yeah, philosophical. Yeah, but hey, man. I mean, that's a. I, you never know. I mean, you could be next next season of Blended. You know, you could be. I, I could be filming this in Bali. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, we are nearing the time. Okay. Uh, so it's funny that we're talking about all the plants and stuff because your ingredients, sir, your ingredients <laughs> is powdered Yukon goldenweed. Yeah. What? I didn't even, I yeah. even heard of that part. What is that? Yeah. Powdered Yukon golden weed. <clears throat> this is a real thing, by the way. Well, not the powdered part. Okay. Yukon golden weed is a thing. But some of this is all made up. Let me explain. <laughs> okay. A natural urban flower, this powerful but vulnerable Canadian plant can magically make one at ease and relaxed. It has been said to cure and heal all scars and fresh cuts, illnesses, and all diseases. It's an all-in-one herb, so if found, you can be rest assured you're in good hands. Wow. Obviously, a little bit too much of something can always be deadly. You never know. But, but yeah, it is It is fresh. It is a all-in-one curing, powerful plant. Is this true? Potentially not. <laughs> but you never know. Uh, but this is your ingredient. Um, Yukon golden wheat. It is Yukon golden wheat. Yeah, look at it. Golden okay. weed. Golden weed. Golden weed. Ah, we eat ah. No, but it's a specific Canadian flower. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> did a lot of research for yeah, this. <laughs> but it's powdered. So, um, okay. you know, the, it's like if you mashed it and mashed it until it was like your protein shakes that you drink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so just put, yeah. So just put some in your, in your next protein. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah, good. But, um, hey man, uh, I thank you for coming and just hanging out and talking, even though you're right around the corner. Um, but before I send you off to your bed, um, and you go and play your games, 
Um, is there anything you'd like to say? Anything I'd like to say? Um, I guess like as a recap, follow your dreams, make an impact, volunteer, and I guess like, I don't know, um, get blended podcasts to the top 100 top podcasts 100. on we're making uh, it, people on whatever Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. <laughs> do, do it. Yeah. We're, we're climbing the charts every week. We're climbing the charts. Um, yeah. We'll be up there right with uh Frazier and, and all the like, but awesome. Well, thank you again, man. Um, and that is all from us. So everyone have a great rest of y'all's day, evening or night, and I will see y'all the next one. Peace.